Welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. My name is Nina Lavon. I'm a life coach that specializes in self-development and life transformation. And today we are going to be talking all about mental and emotional exhaustion. I wanted to talk about this today because I think with the current state of the world right now, I think many of us are actually experiencing this and a lot of times is hard to detect because when we're thinking about exhaustion, a lot of times we're thinking about physical exhaustion. So it's hard to think if we have more time to be alone or if we're doing less of the activities that we normally do, we might not even be considering that this is a possibility for us. but. I can assure you this is something that affects many more people than they realize and it is really a terrible thing to go through. I have been through this at least twice in my life, maybe even more times, but it was really difficult to notice what was happening for me and also very hard to pull myself out of it. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. We're going to talk about all the different signs that you may be missing that could indicate that you are really emotionally or mentally exhausted right now. And then we're going to talk about what we can do, especially right now during this unusual time where we don't have all the normal options available to us to try to kind of fix it. So we will definitely address all of that today. But as always, I wanted to first thank you so much for your support here and on the Nina Lavon YouTube channel. You guys are the most amazing audience in the world. I absolutely love all your comments. I read all of them and I just find them to be incredibly insightful and interesting. And a lot of you share a lot of personal information and I thank you for doing so because you really open up the conversation for other people to feel comfortable to do this same. So thank you so much for doing that. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into today's topic. So what actually is this mental or emotional exhaustion? Now many people actually refer to it as burnout, but burnout is not recognized medically as a term, but I use it all the time. So I think we can call this burnout as well. But it's that feeling like we just can't do it anymore. We may wake up one day and just realize we do not want to get out of bed. It's that completely overwhelming feeling that life has just become too much. I think one of the most dangerous things about burnout is that a lot of times we don't recognize the warning signs. So we just keep going and keep going and keep pushing and pushing and we finally get to that point where our body just makes us stop for a while. And that's scary. It's scary really to get to that point and you kind of feel like your world is crashing down on you. So I wanted to first go over some of the warning signs. So maybe some of these are going to ring a bell for you. And if so, we really want to take this very seriously because there's a lot of negative things that can happen from burnout if we do not address them. So I think the first sign for a lot of people is they start getting irritated really quickly. And even people that don't normally get irritated very often. I'm one of those people, I'm pretty easygoing, things don't really bother me, but when I am heading towards burnout, everything starts to get on my nerves. So the things I could normally walk away from or shrug off all of a sudden seem incredibly annoying or 
unbearable at sometimes, just monumental. It can be a sarcastic comment or just someone asking too many questions or someone's remark or even their tone of voice. You could be bothered by the way they chew their gum. That's what starts to happen when this irritation gets out of hand. And again, we really want to look for it when it is out of character. And we also want to notice if it gets worse and worse and worse. So everybody's got a bad day sometimes. So I'm not talking about having a bad day where everything is irritating. It's just when it starts to become a pattern, when you start to just get irritated by everything pretty much all the time. So you are just taking it out on other people and you feel like you are really just on edge all the time. That is a huge sign of mental exhaustion. Now, another really big sign is when we feel exhausted pretty much all the time. So this kind of exhaustion is not just physical exhaustion. It really is that mental exhaustion as well. So we wake up and we feel like we haven't slept at all. We feel like we're exhausted the second we do wake up. We feel like we have not slept in a month. And sometimes just the thought of what lies ahead in the day, just the thought of getting out of bed, just makes you want to pull the covers over your head or just makes you feel so emotional or just so fatigued. So when that starts to happen, when you're just completely exhausted again, uncharacteristically all the time. We know we are really headed in that downward spiral because our personality really starts to suffer when this happens. When we are going out into the world, we feel like when we're smiling, it's not even a real smile, and we just are just kind of going through the motions in life. And again, I'm not talking about clinical depression or a pattern of behavior that has been with us for years and years that probably definitely needs us to be talking to a mental health professional. I'm talking about really when it is getting to be too much. So we just feel like we want to curl up in bed and do things that require pretty much no effort because that's what we feel like we can handle at the time. So we may find ourselves really wasting time, not having motivation. We may feel that we aren't productive at all, that we just are procrastinating for no seemingly good reason, but it's because we just feel like we can't handle anything and we're just trying to give ourselves as much temporary comfort as humanly possible. Another big one is being unable to sleep at night even though we are completely exhausted. And that is the worst feeling. I went through that recently, just randomly a period of three days where I had terrible insomnia. And whenever that happens, it just reminds me of how awful that is. So when we are having this on a regular routine basis, we know that there is absolutely something wrong. This is not a normal way for our body to behave. When we are tired, usually we should be able to sleep. Maybe we have a night or potentially two nights or three maximum where we have difficulty sleeping. But if it's becoming a routine, this is a very, very serious issue. So a lot of people, the problem is that they really can't shut off their brain, which is what happened to me the last time when this was going on. 
So many times it's because we are just ruminating. We are thinking about problems. We are thinking about the things that are stressing us out. And then we're getting stressed out about not sleeping. So it just becomes a horrible, vicious cycle. And what makes it worse is that as our sleep deprivation starts to increase, we get more and more irritable and we start to feel the signs of anxiety or depression. So sleep is absolutely essential. So we always know when there are sleep issues, there's something else going on. And a lot of times it really is that sign that we are headed towards burnout or we are perhaps already there. Another thing that is kind of related to that is that feeling of anxiety and that it is something that is out of character again. So a lot of people have anxiety issues anyway, but if we have our anxiety suddenly increase dramatically and we just feel like we are only thinking about the negative aspects of our life and we're worrying all the time. That is just another huge red flag because anxiety really starts to become the primary emotion that we feel. And we feel that all of our emotions when we're feeling like this are completely out of control. We feel like we are being guided entirely by our emotions and we start to become pretty irrational, at least I did. So that is, again, another sign that we are headed towards that emotional exhaustion. One of the other signs that was a huge one for me and really kind of alarming was the feeling of apathy. When you get to the point where you feel like you just don't care anymore, especially when you are the type of person that really cares about everyone, you are very loving or you're very detail-oriented at work, let's say, and all of a sudden it just doesn't matter to you if something is you know, good or acceptable anymore you know that you are just heading to that, again, danger area because you will not be able to hold it together much longer because everything is going to start to suffer. All areas of your life, your house is going to be a mess. Your job performance is going to decline. You're going to start eating junk food. You are going to, you know, do a lot of things that are out of character because you are just feeling apathetic and it isn't you. Remember, it is just that emotional exhaustion. It is simply burnout. Another sign, and this one does not happen for me personally, but this happens for a lot of people where they just start crying. They start crying for no real apparent reason, but you just feel like you are having your emotions on your sleeve. You just feel like you can't deal with any circumstance. Anything can make you cry. Anything can just make you also lose your temper or just burst into tears. And you just kind of feel like you have all these built up emotions and you are just letting them kind of explode out of you because you've probably been kind of pushing them down for so long that you just can't do it anymore. So at the drop of a pin, you're going to, again, lose your temper or you're just going to just start crying about something. And this is very, very common when we are getting to that stage of true emotional exhaustion. So 
If any of these sound familiar to you, there is a good chance that you are kind of heading down that path towards that burnout. And I think right now with everything going on, we're in such an emotionally charged period of life right now, it is not surprising that many people might be heading in this direction because we are overwhelmed, we are pulled out of our elements, we are not having a lot of our normal comforts, and you know, people do thrive on routine. Now, hopefully we want those routines to be positive and you know, well-constructed and designed so we are living our best life. And we also wanna make sure that sometimes we break that routine and we hop out of our comfort zone. But it is understandable that when we are forced out of our normal routine, that it could start to cause some stress and anxiety for us. So if we're feeling that way, just know it is completely understandable. And we're going to talk now about all the different things that we can do to really start to alleviate the suffering that is associated with it, to really tackle the problem and to do so as quickly as possible. But before we do that, I just want to say, if we are feeling like these things are maybe more than just burnout, and we're feeling actually really hopeless in life, or we're really feeling pretty depressed, or that we may be developing an anxiety issue, it's a good idea to go ahead and seek professional help if you're able to do so, to go to a mental health professional or a therapist to try to help you work through these situations because sometimes we just can't do it on our own. Now, it just depends on whether or not it really is something that is beyond ourselves. It goes beyond just stress. It goes beyond just burnout, and it's really starting to truly interrupt our life and we feel like we can't handle it on our own, just know there is no shame in going ahead and getting the help that you need at this time. But if you don't think that is an issue or you are unable to get professional help, there are many things that can be done that can dramatically improve the situation. So let's go ahead and talk about some of these now. So the goal in tackling burnout is to really help us to become positive and to feel healthy again. And the way that's usually handled is by the three R approach. So the three R's stand for recognize, reverse, and resilience. So we already really talked about recognizing. So we talked about kind of the warning signs of burnout and emotional exhaustion. And now we want to talk about reversing it. So we want to think about undoing the damage that having this prolonged time in stress has done to us mentally and physically. So the first thing that we can do is to turn to other people. Now, the problem with that for some people is that when we are feeling this emotional exhaustion, we may want to do exactly the opposite. And you may have noticed that you have been actually pulling away from the people that you love, which is really, really common. We feel that we want to really disengage because everything seems so overwhelming and a lot of times we tend to push people away. 
But when we are having this issue, actually those social contacts can really be very healing and helpful to us. So we may want to start to reach out. And if we aren't really ready to see people, we can call people or maybe text people or even reach out on social media. And if possible, if you can actually share what you're going through with someone, if you have someone in your life that you feel close enough to do so with, you're going to find that that is extremely helpful as well because many times other people can completely relate to this. I don't think I've ever spoken to anyone that hasn't gone through this at one period of their life or another. This is something that is very, very common. And I think actually when you share it with other people, they can sympathize and they can also sometimes offer advice if you are open to advice. But if you're able to reach out to the people that are the closest to you in your life, that is a wonderful stepping stone to start to feel better. And a lot of times they'll feel flattered that you are entrusting them with this information and it can actually strengthen your relationship. You can also think about the opposite, which is seeing if there are people in your life that are actually contributing to this problem. So if you have people in your life that are toxic or even right now just overwhelming or seemingly annoying, you maybe want to limit your contact with some of these negative people. And I know a lot of times that is difficult when those people are very close to you, such as family, but sometimes it is necessary. So I'm not saying to terminate the relationship, but you maybe need to spend less time together or take some time away if you feel that they are actually contributing to this issue. Because when we have negative people in our life, they kind of suck out all our energy. They are energy vampires. But all in all, I think it's good if we can get some kind of support. So if we can get some support from people that are helpful to us, and then again, just limit our time with the people that are actually contributing to the issue, that is one of the first steps we can take. Another thing we have to think about is how we got here in the first place. So that just requires introspection. And of course, for every person, it is different. So there is something that happened that just kind of was a straw to break the camel's back, most likely. So maybe your work situation just got really, really difficult and they added a bunch of more things on it. Or maybe you have a friend that is going through a divorce and she's just been, you know, adding a lot of stress on you by taking up more of your time or kind of dumping emotional baggage on you. Or maybe you have a new health condition that you haven't adjusted to. But most likely there is something that is more right now. Usually burnout comes from a feeling that we are not in control, that there are just too many things coming at us and we have just too much on our schedule, too much to do, too many commitments, too many things going on in our life right now. It's just too, 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 too much. And there is just not enough time for our own selves. So that's where it really starts. 
So thinking about that, we need to kind of reevaluate the priorities in our life. We need to start to look at the things that can potentially be eliminated. So once we know what the causes are, what are the things that are really stressing us out? What are the things that we really can't have on our plate right now? And we need to make some tough decisions because if we don't make changes in our life, there's no way we're going to be doing anything but putting a band-aid on this. So Maybe one day we go and get a massage or we take a bubble bath, but it's not going to solve the problem. We're not going to solve problems until we actually make real changes in our life. So burnout is really a sign that there is something in our life that isn't working. So we've got to figure out what that is so we can start to recover from this. So one of the great ways that we can do this is by kind of having a brain dump and looking at our life, looking at our schedule and seeing what things that we can take out. Anything that can be eliminated right now, let's go ahead and take those things out of our life. We need to also set boundaries because if we are at this point of overwhelm, we have clearly overextended ourselves and we need to get out of the pattern of overextending ourselves, especially over long periods of time, because otherwise this is going to keep happening. So we want to see what unrealistic expectations we are trying to meet in our own lives or what unrealistic expectations do other people have of us. These are the things that we really need to start to get clear about. We also have to make sure that we are, you know, engaging in incredible self-care right now, more self-care than we have ever engaged in in our entire life. We want to start meeting as many needs in our life as we possibly can. We want to think of ourselves as like a small child right now and give ourselves the things that we truly need, not necessarily the things that we want. We want to make sure that they are the things that we truly do need and that are best for us right now. So we want to make sure, of course, that we are making sleep a priority. And I know we already talked about how once we're in that state of burnout, sleep becomes a huge issue, but we do want to tackle the issue from every angle. So we want to make sleep a priority. And even if at first we can't actually sleep, we want to be in our bed for eight hours and we want to be relaxing during that time. Eventually we are going to get the sleep cycle back in action, but we want to make sure that we are allotting enough time for sleep every single day. And once we've restructured kind of our schedule and figured out what our priorities are, we have to make sure that we are taking breaks on a regular basis. We don't want to overload our schedule ever again with too many things. And concerning the things that are actually important to us, we want to make sure that we're not working more than really 45 minutes at a time. We need to take breaks throughout our day and we need to take bigger breaks. This may be a big sign that you need a vacation, but we want to think about what is going to make us feel better right now, because even though we want a long-term solution, we also really do need to have a short-term solution. So we need a reboot, we need a recharge, and that may mean that we need to take a week off 
maybe not do anything for that week. If you are in quarantine, maybe you are kind of having that right now. But if we're thinking about our normal life, that's something that we have to think about. You know, how often do we really need to do that? And then again, in our day, we want to make sure that we are taking breaks throughout our day. We cannot just keep pushing, pushing, pushing all the time. This is a pattern that does not work. It is not productive in the long run because again, we just end up getting burnt out we end up getting too stressed out and we need to take breaks anyway. So that is something that we definitely need to address as well. We also want to make sure that we are unplugging a lot of the time because in this day and age when we are available 24 hours a day by text, by calling, by social media, by email, there's just no time to actually clock out and not just clock out from work. We need to clock out from friends. We need to clock out from commitments. We need to clock out from everything for a significant amount of time every single day so that we can actually recharge. I know for myself, even if I've just had a full day of just, you know, having my phone ding all day long with different notifications, by the end of the day, I am completely exhausted. We need to take time away from this. We need to take breaks from it. So, you know, make a commitment. You know, this time of the day, every single day, I'm going to unplug. I'm going to put away the laptop. I am going to stop looking at my email. I am going to stop taking texts. But you need to take a break every single day because technology is much more overwhelming than we think it is. And just that feeling that we can't get away, that at all hours of the day, all moments of the day, other people have access to us. We need to put a temporary stop to that every single day just to have a few moments of our own time. It is so, so important to our mental health. And we want to make sure that we commit to not looking at our phone the first thing we do every single day because nothing is going to stress us out more than opening up our phone and looking at a thousand different things that other people need from us that day. And they are going to really design our day for us. So I like to make sure that before I even look at my phone, I have my time of meditation and journaling before I start to let other people into my day. And for me, I have to get up pretty early in order to be able to do that, but I find it to be extremely beneficial and definitely worth it to do that. So that's something that you can consider as well. Another big one is exercise. I feel like when we have exercise as part of our daily routine, it really helps us so much mentally and physically, and it really pushes away those negative feelings that we sometimes get when we have so much stress and anxiety in our life. When we can just exercise, we really just let those endorphins flow and we start to feel better about our day. So a lot of times what happens when we start to feel burnt out and emotionally exhausted, we don't have the energy to work out. We don't even want to go on a walk. We're so tired and again, it starts that vicious cycle. So we have to make that commitment to even though we're not feeling like it, to get back into the swing of things and to get moving. And if you're a person that doesn't normally exercise, start small, but do something. You're going to find that it helps 
immediately and it gives you energy throughout the rest of your day. So that's something that we really have to commit to again, even when we are not feeling like doing it. And I think most importantly, we have to find ways to relax. And I already brought up meditation, but meditation is something that I just can't say enough about because it completely changed my life. Just to take that time to completely block out everything else in the world and tune into your own self is just a gift to yourself beyond any other gift. So if relaxation is something that you have not been serious about, you need to be serious about it now. And so I really do highly recommend meditation, but also you can do different deep breathing exercises. You can practice yoga. You can journal. You can just spend time outside or think about the things that personally relax you. So for me, I play guitar and I know that as soon as I take out my guitar, I really get into a flow state and I immediately begin to relax. So maybe you have something for you personally that is similar to that. So it could be painting, it could be writing, it could be, you know, whatever it is for you. But definitely, definitely you need to commit to relaxing every single day. This should be part of your daily schedule because it is a biological need. We can't just keep going, keep going, keep going. And if we are burnt out, it's because we've been trying to do exactly that. We cannot put more on our plate than we can actually handle because we have to remember in the end, we have to enjoy a life. And if we have set up a life that we can't enjoy because it's way too busy, it's way too stressful, doesn't matter what the reward is. It's not worth it. So we have to find ways of, you know, bringing things back into balance for us. Balance is the most essential part of everything. And of course, there's just all little things that we can do, you know, to make us happier, to bring more joy into our life. Remember that, you know, we need to be intentional with how we're spending our time and the things that we're bringing into our life. So if we're just wasting a lot of time or we're doing a lot of activities that aren't meaningful for us, that's going to really increase the likelihood of this again happening again and again. So we want to do our best to really stay motivated by including things in our life that bring us joy and happiness and give us that sense of accomplishment. We also have to make sure that we are eating well. That's something that for me goes completely out the window when I'm stressed out. I'm definitely someone that clings to, you know, comfort food whenever I'm feeling anxious or I've had a bad day. So it's something that I have to be very intentional about or that's something that I will you know, automatically turn to. And I know that's not good for me. So we want to definitely think about, you know, eating well, drinking enough water, making sure that we are getting enough nutrients. It does matter. And it absolutely has a significant impact on how we're feeling day to day. So something definitely to think about. But the last thing I really want to stress, and this is probably the most important of all, and that is that we need to start listening to our body. If we are finally getting to the state of mental exhaustion, it's because we have just tuned our signs and signals that our body is giving us all the time completely out. And a lot of times we do this because we're trying to be a good person. We're trying to be, you know, 
everything for everybody. We're trying to be exceptional at work. We're trying to be an exceptional parent and an exceptional, you know, spouse, but we can't do everything all the time. And we have to listen to our body. Our body absolutely gives us signs and signals when it is starting to need more attention and if we've been ignoring some of the needs that we do have. So we've got to start listening to our body and to gain more self-awareness. And one way we can do this is through journaling is something that I do in the morning and in the evening, just to check in with myself and to see how I'm doing. And a lot of times when we start writing, these things come out that we're not consciously aware of. So any way that you can think of to get better in touch with yourself, you know, we've got to do this or this will become a pattern that happens to us throughout our life. Again, we don't want to just put a band-aid on the situation. We want to fix it. We don't want to get into this cycle ever again because if we are miserable right now, this is something that can only just spiral and get worse and worse and worse. So we want to go ahead and go through these steps to you know, alleviating the symptoms that we're having right now, but certainly we want to try to prevent this burnout to happen in the future. So again, if you're feeling detached, if you're feeling like you are separate from the world, if you're feeling self-doubt all the time, if you're feeling trapped and defeated, you're feeling helpless, you feel a loss of motivation, you're starting to get cynical and negative when you're usually the exact opposite, you are feeling maybe dissatisfied with your life or you're just feeling completely overwhelmed, these are all signs that it's just too much for you right now and that you really do need to take a break. A lot of people find that their body really starts to do that for them. They start withdrawing from their responsibilities, which you don't want to happen for you. You want to do that intentionally so you can be selective about it. So. I really hope that you take this seriously if you are experiencing these symptoms because it is just a terrible place to be in. I know because I have been there and the good news is that it is reversible. This is something that we can, you know, really start to work on and start to feel better and believe it or not, feel motivated and feel passionate about life again. I know it seems impossible that that could be a reality sometimes when we are feeling just so, again, overwhelmed and just burnt out and that we can't do it anymore. But believe me, this is something that we can put behind us, we can work on. And if we make it a priority, it's something that we can start to feel better with fairly quickly if we really you know, put enough attention on it. And again, there is no shame in getting help if you need it. If this is something that is just beyond you, it's just too much, do go get help. You know, whatever is going to work for you, that's what you need to do right now. We need to listen to our body. We need to listen to our heart so we can get back to being us. That's the thing about burnout. We just lose our personality. We lose our sense of self. We lose our enjoyment of life because life just kind of seems like a burden. It just seems like a big stress. Everything just seems irritating and annoying and too much. And we don't want to feel that way. That's not who we are as people. So 
just know this is temporary. We can get over it. And I truly, truly hope that today's podcast was helpful for you. So my friends, this is where we are going to leave it for today. But I truly hope that things get better for you as soon as possible. And if you have questions that you want to send me for that upcoming questions and answers podcast, I think I'm going to be recording that next week. Please go ahead and get them to me. I love your questions. You can email me at nina.lavon at gmail.com. And that is N-E-N-A dot L-A-V-O-N-N-E at gmail. And you can also reach me on Twitter, my Twitter. Twitter handle is at Nina Lavon. So I have enjoyed so much talking to you today. Again, I truly hope it was helpful and healing for you. And I greatly look forward to talking to you next time. Have an absolutely amazing day, guys. See you next time.